Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. How's it going? Happy Tuesday. I uh, just wanted to pop on and say good morning. It's, time is flying. It's already September 18th, you know, which is a great day because California, the EP that me and my production team have worked so diligently on uh, for the last month and a half, <laughs> the songs actually were already uh, completed there. We go through flurries. So then you go through the library and say, Oh, what can we put out? You know, because that's the name of this game. Um, as long as no one knows your name really, <laughs> or you have a small following like we do. Thank you very much. Um, the best way to, uh, grow that is to just keep putting out music. And so, uh, that's what we're doing today. There's an EP out. It's called California. Um, if you follow us on Spotify, you should get a notification. If you don't follow us on Spotify, follow us. Uh, you can also listen to this podcast on Spotify. So that's kind of cool. Uh, moving on from that topic, it is a decent record. So check it out. I like it. I like it. But, I, you know, I wouldn't have signed off on the songs if I didn't like it. So there's that. Uh, I watched Kathy Griffin on The Breakfast Club yesterday on YouTube. I'm going to be honest with you. She's interesting to listen to. And finally, you know, you know, if you read about Les Moonves, the guy who just got fired from CBS for basically being rapey and awful. Um, this is the culture that I graduated from college and went into and didn't understand at all. Because I was so young and I was so naive and I really believed it was about your talent. Like, no one's going to bend you over a desk if you can really write. You know, I it just never even occurred to me, um, <laughs> which is probably why I didn't have more success than I had. For all the people telling me my screenplay was great, I, somebody told me I was brilliant. They, you know, they it never moved anywhere. No one paid me anything. There were no checks being written. There was nothing to advance the narrative. So it's like, if I'm so awesome, you know, why, why isn't something getting produced? Why aren't I getting checks? You know, why aren't we moving forward on this process in this process? So to hear her story, um, it really kind of confirms what I felt back then but couldn't put my finger on you know there was there there was a sense that um you had to do certain things to get certain meetings you had to uh you know be a certain type of person and be open to certain things to get a meeting you know, and even then you may not even get your film made or whatever. So think of all the people who all the women who were assaulted and never got a deal, didn't make any money. Nothing happened for them. They wound up quitting the business and going into something else. Um, and the the culture surrounding all of that is what made it even worse. So, like, none of this stuff is a secret to anybody who's been out there. If you've been working and you're a female you already know who you don't want to be alone with. And let's say conservatively, it's 50% of the execs. It's probably more like 80. But let's say conservatively, conservatively, 50% of execs were either verbally, sexually, or physically abusive. 
Everybody knew that. All the people around them knew that. Their staff. I mean, I remember when I interned at Warner Brothers, the whispering is unbelievable. It's just like as soon as you round the corner, somebody goes, well, you know, he's gay. So-and-so lives in a mansion and he's got a gay lover and he does. And it's like, wow, this this is incredible. The stuff that people know about each other out in that industry and don't share because they don't want to not get a, a gig is incredible. And I think all of that and not having any money and not really understanding how the system worked and not caring for it, I just eventually got in my car and came home for good. (laughs) I was like, dude, I don't, I mean, say what you want about St. Louis, but I understand it. I don't understand. I mean, I get it. I don't love all all the things about St. Louis, but I, I grew up here. I understand it. I get LA was just weird for me. You try to negotiate all these these things that you know I I had no idea I thought it was a merit-based business and it is not and there's no HR department that's going to take your word over the the money maker you know if you got a CEO or a president of film or whoever you know somebody who's best friends with like the it director of the moment and and they can bring in hit movies if I'm an intern, I can't go in there and say, oh, yeah, he pushed me up against the wall and grabbed parts of my body. They won't care because that is a profit driven business. And finally, you know, I was listening to Kathy Griffin yesterday and to hear her stories and and to sum up some of my own observations. I think we finally might be at the point where women will stop looking at each other as competition especially in the film business and and we can pull together and uh not only get equal pay but can we stop getting raped on the set and shit like this is crazy and not only that where are the women of color in me too cuz they got stories i know stories so i'm not sure why they haven't come out against your favorite directors but um they're out there so uh, and there and there are more men that have been assaulted too. Um, to kind of piggyback and go back to an earlier topic, there's a title, uh, there's a track on the new record called Billboard. And when I lived in LA, we used to drive to Sunset to go look at the billboards. There wasn't a, the internet, you know, <laughs> so it was fun. Like who's who's on a billboard this week? Well, fast forward to that concept, uh, sticking with it. But also now there's something called YouTube. And if you go on YouTube, you will find videos of all of these uh, young rappers. Some you've heard of, some you haven't chronicling how people are getting, how young men are getting mollied and roofied and then videotaped and extorted. So I've mentioned this before, but there are all these videos where some of your favorite music executives that you've read about for decades you know if some if you do something and and they need you to sign a shitty contract or whatever they will give you all the zannies and molly that you can handle and then film you doing wildly inappropriate things with other men and then use that to extort you um it's so many videos it's hard to believe that it's not true you know what I mean? Some things you just, it's so many people saying something that it's the probability of it not being true is pretty low. So, you know, I believe that that happens. I've seen enough to know that that 
happens and um, can happen. Um, And so that's what the song billboard is about. What did you do to get that billboard? You know, and what kind of secrets are you holding on to so you can stay, you know, um, to keep your persona and, and keep your checks? You know, what what kind of deals are you cutting to do that? And that's what that song is about. So I think this whole movement it needs to get broadened because I know there are women of color who've had these issues. I know that there are people who are habitual abusers that haven't been brought out yet. And, you know, instead of doing this blame the victim thing, because I've seen, you know, we're just trying to divide men and women. No, we're trying to bring men and women back together. You shouldn't get raped and assaulted because you want to be an actor or a writer or or you want an equal opportunity. No one's raping these men. And if they are, they should come forward too. We need to change the whole culture. And when you think about the the amount of money that some of these people have made at the expense of other people's, you know, sanity and health, it's terrifying and it should be upsetting. And no, we're not trying to drive men and women apart. I love men. I'm a guy's girl. I've always loved men, but I've never been assaulted or attacked. And I don't think that should be a requirement for me to get my Oscar. And uh, I call bullshit on that. And I think anybody with any sense will call bullshit on that, too. So uh, I think we should change the Me Too movement. Kathy Griffin, you've got the voice for it. I think the Me Too thing should also be called hashtag Me Too Fuck This. Because this is ridiculous. It's time to get angry and get it resolved for real. And, you know, whoever comes down, whoever gets taken down, they just get taken down. You did this to yourself. Stop being rapey.